Mutability. Welcome to Nature's Lead. This is a podcast available at naturelead.com that both examines and inspires a certain approach towards life that is based both on personal philosophies and on the writings of people such as Emerson and Thoreau. Please send any feedback to info at naturelead.com or drop a comment on to either the blog or onto iTunes. This is Series 1, Episode 24, Title, A Moment's Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. In this episode, I read a poem by Whitman that captures the essence of how we should approach each moment. So we'll get to that in a second, but first, today's random window. I'm not a morning person. I am most inspired and most energized with life at nighttime. However, I am fascinated with the purity and fresh electricity felt outside in the early morning. Everything's waking up. The world is starting up again. It's the moment when all the racers are poised in their stance with their hands on the line, their backs up in the air, and their ears tilted to hear the crack of the gun. And I think I figured out why, to me, this time of day is felt so differently. There's no history. The day is at its beginning. It's a small child with no weight of memory. The child approaches each moment fresh with originality. Every particle of light strikes the eyes for the first time. The child is completely objective. With no history comes no judgment. All dreams are still alive. Thus, the morning is a daily beginning. The light festers to a frenzy just on the other side of the hills. The flowers and trees stretch, and the grass dries out and stands tall in the warming breeze. How lucky are we to have such a gift handed to us each day. On to the main topic, a moment's miracle. The word miracle in this episode's title is a direct reference to Whitman's use of the term in his poem entitled Miracles. Traditionally, a miracle is seen as something supernatural, something synthesized by unexpected magic. And, obviously, there are the religious connections to the history of the word as well. But Whitman, in this poem, performs a common poetic act. He takes something that has strong historic meaning and turns it to a new face, a new depth, that makes the whole experience of the poem more meaningful to you and me than if he had built his idea from the ground up. Now remember that one thing Whitman is famous for is his poetic style. He didn't follow conventional rhyme schemes, nor specific beats patterned into each line. But he did have a lyrical flow that congealed his bag of words into an unmistakable unity. For instance, he would often accentuate with lists, as in the poem I'll read in a second. This new style reflected a new approach to the world that was still young in America. Emerson's first groundbreaking essays and lectures in the late 1830s were only about 15 years before Whitman's first edition of Leaves of Grass in 1855, which was a collection of many long and short poems. Not only that, but Emerson himself was one of the few who immediately recognized the significance of the work. I always find that amazing, that it took someone as brilliant and aware as Emerson to see the beauty in Whitman's poetry. Emerson wrote Whitman saying, quote, 
I greet you at the beginning of a great career, which yet must have had a long foreground somewhere for such a start. I rub my eyes a little to see if this sunbeam were no illusion, but the solid sense of the book is a sober certainty. Unquote. Yes, well, it took the rest of us many, many decades to reach that conclusion. Well into the 1900s, for that matter. I'm going to read the entire poem to you with no breaks, because it deserves to flow together as one piece. So here is Miracles from Whitman's Leaves of Grass. Why, who makes much of a miracle? As to me, I know of nothing else but miracles. Whether I walk the streets of Manhattan, or dart my sight over the roofs of houses toward the sky, or wade with naked feet along the beach just in the edge of the water, or stand under trees in the woods, or talk by day with anyone I love, or sleep in the bed at night with anyone I love or sit at table at dinner with my mother, or look at strangers opposite me riding in the car, or watch honeybees busy around the hive of a summer forenoon, or animals feeding in the fields, or birds, or the wonderfulness of insects in the air, or the wonderfulness of the sundown, or of stars shining so quiet and bright, or the exquisite delicate, thin curve of the new moon in spring, or whether I go among those I like best and that like me best, mechanics, boatmen, farmers, or among the savants, or to the soiree, or to the opera, or stand a long while looking at the movements of machinery, or behold children at their sports, or the admirable sight of the perfect old man, or the perfect old woman, or the sick in hospitals, or the dead carried to burial, or my own eyes and figure in the glass. These, with the rest, one and all, are to me miracles, the whole referring, yet each distinct, and in its place. To me, every hour of the light and dark is a miracle. Every cubic inch of space is a miracle. Every square yard of the surface of the earth is spread with the same. Every foot of the interior swarms with the same. Every spear of grass, the frames, limbs, organs of men and women, and all that concerns them, all these to me are unspeakably perfect miracles. To me, the sea is a continual miracle. The fishes that swim, the rocks, the motion of the waves, the ships with men in them, what stranger miracles are there? As I said before, the word miracle has so many different attachments. But Whitman sees the world wide-eyed. He is ever intoxicated by the raw miracles of the everyday. I believe he would argue that nature itself, including you and me and everything in this world that is painted into our eyes and sung into our ears, is beyond rational explanation. 
that nature is a phenomenon, not to be always questioned, but to be often accepted and vigilantly appreciated, tirelessly embraced. The elegance of time is simply a collection of breaths moving forward, and each must be seen, each must be captured, each moment's miracle. That brings us to a close. So until next time, I wish you well, and don't forget to follow nature's lead.